With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome everybody to Wager Talk today. I'm Lawrence Presman. Happy to be hosting the best all sports daily betting show on the planet. And trust me, it is. I love that you guys take time out of your day to watch this show. Appreciated. We got a ton of actionable information uh, on today's show. Let me give you a quick rundown and then we're going to bring in our first guest, Ralph Michaels. Right off the bat, Ralph is going to come on. He's going to give you an NFL division chart. I don't know what's on it, so uh, I'm as curious as you all. Uh, then we're going to look at the Louisville team in college football, whether they go over or under eight wins. And Ralph's going to take apart the Philadelphia uh, Cleveland game in baseball. Andy Lang after him. He's going to give us three bets, one on the Royals game, one on Shauna Bannon. I'm assuming that's a UFC fight, and one on the Toronto Organauts. Andy does CFL. We're going to end the show with Art to Caesar, and our BS segment is betting the losing team at halftime for the second half a smart bet. Let's get the show underway. Ralph Michaels joining us. Ralph, a privilege to have you, my friend. Prez, you've done a fine job hosting solo this week. Congrats. You know, you know, Ralph, I didn't have to. Uh, Steve Merrill actually texted uh, uh, Slack. Can I do the show with you? Uh, not can I. I can do the show with you this week. Andy Lang is always available to do the show. So is uh, Brian Power. But I, I wanted to try it. I wanted I wanted to do it alone to see how it went. I actually am loving doing the show alone. Do not tell Teddy that. Uh, but alas, Teddy will be back soon, and the show will continue the way it always was. Plus, maybe next week I'll bring back some co-hosts. How about you guys in the chat room? Should I do next week alone? If not, who would you like to see co-hosting the show with me? Uh, maybe I can talk Ralph into co-hosting with me for a few days. Let me know in the chat room, everybody. By the way, uh, Chris Apodaca is now alive, uh, watching the show two days in a row. Mike Forrest thinks uh, I should run for president. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, shout out to all you guys. Ralph, before we get into this, man, let's just quickly uh, talk about this gold sheet. Um... How deep into the gold sheet are you right now, getting ready for both college and NFL football? Wow. Well, you know, the gold sheet it, the gold sheet is a mixture of a few people. If you guys are familiar with Eric Pauley, a brilliant oh. young analytical mind that used to be at Sports Memo, 
He's now an integral part. So the gold sheet is really a collaboration of people. And if you guys look at the products, the gold sheet last year for football was actually three products. It was the gold sheet, the CKO and the extra. We've now combined it that this year in football, there's one product. If you buy the gold sheet with the summer specials, you will be getting all of those products. And Perez, I got some exciting news. By the beginning of next week, you will actually be able to buy the gold sheet newsletter on Wager Talk. You will have to access it at the gold sheet, but if you have Wager Bucks or you know that you want oh, to wow. use or those credits, you'll be able to use wow. those on the actual gold sheet newsletter product. That'll be up for you by next week. So uh, we're going to give out week zero for free. We'll have the download. If you haven't checked out the MLB issues, we keep expanding and it's a great product and very proud to be part of the gold sheet. Uh, but this football newsletter will be the number one football newsletter for those that want to do their own handicapping and need some help, for those that want to use the gold sheet plays, or those that just love a lot of stats and a lot of deep depth information in there. Deep depth, I guess that's sort of redundant. So uh, maybe I should deep, change that. Deep depth. Yeah, that's, uh, okay, I'm going to not go there. Well, Michaels, uh, so a lot of people feel like uh, Teddy is required. He's my better half. We need Teddy. They like the Teddy Prez fights. Uh, some people like Brian Power, Carmine, uh, Steve Merrill. I know Andy Lang is listening in the background. Uh, haven't seen his name. They're not calling for the Andy. Uh, and yet I call for the Andy. I think Andy's the freaking greatest. Just want to throw that out there. Ralph, you have a chart. It's on an NFL division chart. I don't know what you're going to talk about, but given that I have no co-host, I actually have to pay attention. So I hand you the mic. Perez, before we get to that, I want to ask you one question. While Andy is on, your BS question is, a team losing bet him at halftime. So I will get you a chart and post it here. What NFL teams do if a home favorite is down by three or less at halftime, down by seven or less at halftime, what Brilliant. an away favorite is, what a home dog is. So I will have that chart up in the Slack channel while Andy's on. So you'll have it for your BS segment. So try to take a look at that and you can bring a second chart on a little later in the show. Wow. Well, what, Ralph, why don't you, while you do the chart, just stay on and you'll just come in and, and do the chart in the middle of the BS segment yourself. I'll tell you what, I will stay on. I'll mute myself while Andy's on and you can bring me back and we'll talk about it. So it'll be a perfect time. So perfect. This, Way was a, this was a question from the chat room and they wanted to look at NFL division records over the last three years. So when I, when I put up the chart, Anyone that is 80% or higher is green highlighted. And if we're going to see the first chart, you're going to see it's three years of data. The ATS records, the straight up records, and the combined three years records for the chart. So on the left-hand side, you see those reds and greens. Those are division ATS records. Again, green good, red bad. The middle columns are the straight up records. And to the right are the ATS records. When I started looking at this data, Prez, and it's something I look at, 0-6 NFL teams that are 0-6 straight up tend to do very well against the spread. Division teams know each other. You make that trip once a year. There's familiarity. So 
I will post this on Twitter. You can take a look at the best and worst teams. Over the last three years, the worst team against the spread in the division is the Bears, 4-14 and 14 ATS. So it makes sense if the Bears are the worst, a division foe very likely can be the best. How right. surprised are you that the Detroit Lions are the best ATS team in football when you look at only division games over the last three years? But the main yep. point is this. If we can, let me show you the check and second chart and I'll get back to you. When you take the left-hand chart, you see 2021, 2022, 2020, 2022. Look at the ATS records and what teams do the next year. Cincinnati in 21 was five and one ATS, Buffalo four, one and one, Dallas six and zero. Oh. In 2020, Washington five and one ATS, Giants five and one, Baltimore five and one, New Orleans, and so on. Teams that had very good ATS records one year. Look at the bottom. When you take all the teams that were 80% or better against the spread and you faded them, you went 33 and 20, 62% against the spread. If you took all the teams that had poor ATS division records one year and bet on them the next year, you went 31 and 23, 57.4%. Only several times out of all those examples have teams had back to back very poor ATS records or back-to-back -back very good ATS records. There's so much parity. There's so much, there's so much rivalry involved. When a team is that successful one year, you've got a bullet on your back. When you have a horrible ATS year, people look past you. So on the very bottom, the 2023 division teams look to fade. Miami, San Fran, Detroit, and Carolina. The teams that had very poor ATS records in the division last year, Chicago, Arizona, KC, Indian, New Orleans. Now, I'm not going to blindly bet this, but it is clearly something to yeah. think about at the beginning of the year when you're breaking down division records, especially against the spread. Ralph, uh, this, this, that, that chart's unbelievable. And, and I, 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 we could do an hour show on that chart. I'm just, I want to say a couple of things. Um, I feel like that chart is indicative of, of amateur betting. And I feel that that chart is indicative of a lot of things in life in general. Uh, we as people tend to look backwards, not forwards. We tend to take historical data and use it to guide us through the future. And, and ultimately what happens in betting is, and I say this to people all the time, the line makers are usually right. Now, people say, well, press. They were a team was minus seven. They lost by 20. That means they weren't right. It's not in an isolated environment. The line makers aren't always right on a particular game. That's how we beat them. But the line makers are usually right over a long period of time, i.e., you know, the Cincinnati Reds go over the total 700 games in a row, and then bam, they don't go over the total for the next two weeks. It everything comes back to the lines. When you when you go through these teams, a team comes out six and zero ATS to start the NFL season. They're not going seventeen and zero ATS. They will likely come back down. And when all said and done, all the teams will be roughly around the same, give or take, maybe three at the top and three at the bottom. What is happening is people are looking at 
you know, oh, the Detroit Lions. You said to me, Prez, would you be surprised if the Detroit Lions were the team that was the best in division against the spread? No, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised if it was the Dallas Cowboys. I'd be surprised if it was, you know, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Teams with big betting armies. The bottom line is, it's Detroit. Nobody wanted to bet them for many, many years. As a result, the lines were skewed, giving Detroit value. They lost their games. They covered the spread. So I think when we look at that chart, what we must realize is if a team is 6-0 and against the spread, it's time to bet against them, not time to bet on them. At the end of the year, most of these teams are going to be within you know, nine and eight against the spread, 10 and seven at the best. You'll have a couple of outliers, but other than that, they will all come back down to the pack. So I love this chart. It makes a ton of sense. You know, Chicago was so bad against the spread last year and uh, people aren't going to want to bet them this year. And your chart says, it's time to bet Chicago. I This was a phenomenal chart that really can be used in all areas of life and most especially just betting in general. Um, anything else about the chart? Then we'll get into uh, the Cardinals. Two specifics, Prez. I, I want people to realize what you said is basically 99% more important when we're talking pro sports. Because the NFL difference is maybe a 13-point spread from top to bottom. College football, you have a 55-point spread to top to bottom. So teams can be dominant for multiple years. So in the NBA and, and NHL and, and NFL, your point is 100% accurate. In the college game, you have to take it with a grain of salt because the variance from top to middle to bottom amongst the teams. 133 teams in college football yeah. this year, 350-some in college basketball. Yeah, uh, I already feel like this show's going to go long because I want to stay on this. Chris Lawrence, one of our uh, awesome listeners, he's in the chat room almost every day. And Chris, we're so appreciate, appreciative of it. He writes, LOL, if a team is 6-0 and versus the spread, why bet against them catching a falling knife? Chris, every 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, as it gets better, as that team covers more and more spreads, the line will continue will get more and more skewed the general public will want to bet that 6 and 0 team more and more therefore giving better value on the opposite side of that team the very concept of if a team is 6 and 0 they're going 7 and 0 8 and 0 9 and 0 is literally why most amateur bettors lose in the in the long term betting is a counterintuitive event. When you understand that, you will become a great sports better. Counterintuitive, my friend. And yes, Chris, of course it depends on the situation. Ralph already mentioned it. These charts that he does, they're not the holy grail. They are part of the equation that helps us make decisions with other variables and factors in play. Ralph. Prez, I got wow. one more thing to add to you. I, w I went to the database when you were talking, and I went back since 2019. So we have 2019, 20, 21, 22. 
I looked at week four in the NFL. Only 10 times in four years has a team been 3-0 and ATS. That's it. That's two and a half teams a year start off wow. the season 3-0 and ATS. So that, again, just goes to your, that you're not looking at those early teams. There's quick adjustments. And Vegas, the weakest numbers Vegas has is week one. Why are NFL home dogs 11-1 ATS? Because people want to think of what teams did last year. Who wants to bet yep. those Bears, you know, because they did that. So just one more point to go with what you said. Yeah, just awesome, awesome conversation. Okay, my brother, the Louisville Cardinals, their win-loss record is eight. College football starts five weeks from now, give or take. Uh, are they going over or under eight? Well, what you're going to be seeing as I talk about the Louisville Cardinal is the Wager Talk College football team page. There's a full team page for every team. It talks about returning starters, recruiting ranks, transfer ranks, what the teams did the last three years as far as strength of schedules. And look, there's 58 categories against the spread and over-under. So when I look at the Cardinals' schedule, first of all, number one, when you're locking at over-unders, you need to look at their schedule. On the very top, you see last year they went eight and five and they played the number 25 schedule. Guess what? This year they play the number 69 schedule. Why? They don't play Florida State. They don't play Clemson. They don't play North Carolina. Remember, the ACC went away from divisions this year, so it was just a random schedule. You look at their schedule. I only have them as a dog in two games, Notre Dame and Miami of Florida. I have them as a double-digit favorite in six games. So I have them with at least eight regular season wins. So if they have a chance to make it to the ACC title, I doubt that. But if I can get to eight wins, maybe nine in the regular season, I win. If I get to eight wins and get a push and have the bowl game, I'm fine. Now we have a new coach in Jeff Brom, but it's really not a new coach. Remember, he played quarterback here. He was the quarterback coach here for five years. He was the OC here before he left. At Western Kentucky, what did Brom do his first season as a head coach? Well, he went to Western Kentucky in 2014 he got them to eight and five in a bowl win. More impressive, when he went to Purdue, he took over a three and nine team. His first season, he took them to seven and six and won a bowl. 17 wins the last two years at Purdue. I think he did the best job coaching. He brings over his brother as the OC. He brings over both co-Cs from, uh, from Purdue. He brings over his special teams coordinator. So while they only have 10 starters back, the return portal has been very strong. Most importantly, does he have a quarterback? Oh, yeah. A guy named Plummer who started for California last year. He threw for 3,000 yards, 62% completion. Did throw a couple picks when he shouldn't have, but it was with a bad Cal team, a 29 ratio. Guess where Plummer spent four years before he transferred to Cal? He was at Purdue under Jeff Brom for four seasons learning the Jeff Brom offense. Transfers, they have four transfers that are going to start immediately that were four stars out of high school. The O-line is the only major concern. They did lose three starters, but they have an all-conference center, an all-conference right tackle, and they brought in three transfers that started 24 games at Houston, 18 games at Rutgers, and 29 games at Purdue. This O-line has 150-plus career offensive line starts. They will be just fine. Louisville over eight as a best bet. 
There we go, Ralph Michaels, everybody. Uh, outstanding handicapper. You can find him at wagertalk.com. One of the best there is, Ralph. We got a full slate of uh, baseball going today. Uh, you want to talk about the Phillies versus Cleveland, uh, Suarez versus Williams on the mound. I'm not going to set it up as we're running out of time. Real quick, can you give us a bet on this game, please? I am. This is an actual client release, Prez, tonight, a 3% play. And again, Thank you. being from Cleveland, used to have season tickets. I, I, I watched the Guardians close. Guardians pitching staff still continues to be decimated by injuries. So you look at uh, you look at Williams, his numbers aren't bad, but he's got a 5.60 ERA at home, a 1.529 whip his last three games. This is a sixth start. And in the three games that he started that the Guardians won, guess what? They played Kansas City once and Oakland twice, or maybe reverse that, Oakland once and Kansas City twice. So the only wins are against the dredges of this league. Philly 15-3, and three, their last 18 road games. They actually play better on the road. They're 11-1 and one as an away favorite of minus 110 or more. Harper may not play here. He has a sore elbow, but I'm not worried about that. Phillies, you're getting a bargain at this low price. Again, Phillies an actual 3% client release. Ralph Michaels. Ralph, what do you got to promote? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, hey, preseason football, guys. 13 days away. My son and I did an incredible preseason guide. It's free on his page, wt.buzz backslash JMS, or on my page, wt.buzz backslash RM. You'll be glad you did. There's a reason I've gone 67% in the preseason the last eight years. You will see why with the work we put into it. Wow, that is awesome. Ralph Michaels, uh, everybody, make sure. Ralph, stay with us. We're going to do Andy Lang, then we're going to bring you back on to discuss the betting strategy question. Uh, Andy Lang joining us. And Andy, man, uh, we've had a lot of fun this week, me and you. Uh, not on air. And just to let you know, a lot of people are loving on you. They want you to co-host with me. Um, we'll figure it out over the weekend, but I'm really enjoying doing the show alone, to be honest with you. I just, you know, I, I live by the motto, the more I hear my voice, the better. Yeah. Tr <clears throat> yeah. I can relate. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you've been doing a great job. I get it. Sometimes it is easier to, uh, to do shows by yourself. I've done them. I've done them before. What sucks is when you're not having a great day. <laughs> that's when it's brutal when you're when it's just not vibing when you're, you're yeah. just a little off and you're like oh my god i've got to do an hour-long show by myself that that's when it that's when it gets a little rough but i get it sometimes it's it's really really nice uh to just right uh, andy yeah andy lang froze there for a sec so guys we got three bets coming from andy um before we get into that I want to make mention, and I don't know if you guys have heard the Margarita song on TikTok. I can't sing it, but it's like, give me one margarita and a blah, 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 blah. Give me, 
anyway, it's incredibly uh, inappropriate for this show. However, Andy and I have tried to tackle rewriting the show, the song from a betting perspective. So what I'm asking from all of you guys is if you could, in the uh, comment section after the show, try to rewrite the Margarita song, and Andy and I will next week pick the best Margarita song and actually sing it and create a TikTok out of it. So, Andy, you have come up with something to get us going. Would you like to sing it? I mean, we don't have the beat. We don't have the the, the music yet. So, like, I... I, I, I don't know. Like, so I guess what I would say, everyone just go, just look up the Margarita song. It's a very catchy beat. That's what sucks oh. about it is it'll just be in your head. You can't get it out of your head. Give me one Margarita. The song is in my head. Uh, give me two Margaritas. Uh, so just, just look it up. Uh, you can send some lyrics. Just put them in the comment section, put in the comment yeah. section or just DM me or Prez. And yes, early oh. next week, we will absolutely, and we want to make it betting themed. Like we don't want to make it more risque. We don't want it more sexual. We want it. Yeah, we, we want, want to make it about it... betting. So to yes. give you perspective, here's I will sing it. I'll sing what you've written so far. You ready? Yes. So I, I, this is written by Andy, sung by the Prez. Just full disclosure, there's not many things I do very badly. Singing is one of them. So it goes. Some, give me one margarita and we'll cover the spread. Give me two margaritas and the books will be dead. Give me three margaritas and I'll give you a play. Give me four margaritas, you can get a parlay. Not bad. It's not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Great so come on, block. guys. Help us out. Rewrite the margarita song. Andy and I will do it next week. Throw it up on TikTok. Andy, you got three bets for us. Do them all at once. You don't, okay. you don't need me. Just the mic is yours. All right. Well, I, the, the Royals, n nobody wants to bet on the Royals. I think they're a great first five inning play today. You get half a run. So plus half a run. It's even money. I just think this game is going to be pretty close. Neither team can hit very well. The Yankees, I could argue, are hitting worse than the Royals. The Yankees are one and five since the All-Star break. The last three games combined, the Yankees have scored one run in the first five innings. So, you know, they're just, they're really struggling to score early. And since the All-Star break, the Royals, they've scored two or more runs in the first five innings in five out of seven games. It's not a great pitching matchup. Schmidt is, is pitching for the Yankees. Not great. 4.31 ERA, 1.34 whip. Marsh going for the Royals. He's not great either. I just think with the lack of hitting on these teams, Five innings goes by really quick. I think this is low scoring. I think the Royals can be ahead, and if they're tied, we cash this bet. So I, I, I love getting this half run early with two starting pitchers. That kind of struggle. I wouldn't be surprised if the Royals were ahead uh, against this Yankees teams that they don't score, and they certainly don't score early. So great value on the Royals, half run, first five innings. Next, we'll move to the UFC. Here's a, uh, here's a live dog that I love here. Uh, Sean Abannon over Bruna Brazil. It's just too good of a price to pass up. I'm not high on Bruna Brazil at all. She struggled to beat an inferior opponent on Contender Series. She had a flashy head kick for the knockout, but it wasn't a great fight. 
Then she gets knocked out in her UFC debut. And I have two big concerns with her, her gas tank and her ground game. She's looked tired in the second round against uh, Gomez and against uh, Marduk Mann. And Sean, uh, Sean Bannon doesn't tire out. The other concern I have with Brazil is her ground game. And Bannon likes to get fights on the ground. Bannon's going to have to weather the storm in the first round. There's no doubt about it. That's when Brazil's going to be at her best. But if Bannon even loses the first round, I think she takes rounds two and three. She has a four-inch reach advantage. The takedown's going to be there for Bannon. And if she gets takedown in round three, uh, Brazil's not going to be able to get back up. Bannon will lay on her and do uh, ground and pound for the entire round. I, I think round one's close. I think Bannon takes round two and three. But I'm getting plus 130 on Shauna Bannon. That is a fantastic price. And don't forget the UFC card starts at noon Eastern tomorrow. Uh, they're over in England. And finally, Prez, we're going to the CFL. Surely yeah, you'll baby. Back me, yeah, surely you'll back me up on this. We're going for the first half, taking the Toronto Argonauts minus five versus uh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So, listen, the Tiger Cats, they win their first two games of the year. Those are against bad teams. The Edmonton Elks were one of them. So the last three games, they moved up in competition. They've had to play good or great teams. They have gotten crushed in the first half. They were down 21-9 to against Montreal at halftime. They were down 22-6 to against this Toronto team, and they were down 29-4 to at halftime against Winnipeg. I went the first half to avoid these backdoor covers. I've never seen backdoor covers like, like in the CFL. It, the CFL just li you live for yep. the backdoor cover, uh, especially with the weird point scoring. Um, I, I just I want Toronto oh. in the first half. I think they roll them tonight. Uh, they're undefeated, so give me Toronto minus five in the first half. Yeah, oh, I, Andy. I mean, I agree completely with this Toronto bet. Um, you know, a lot of the reasons for these backdoor covers in the CFL, and, and I don't know how much of the sport you watch, but man, special teams in the CFL are so important. And the, there are punt returns, kick returns, field possession changes all the time. And there's also with the wide receivers being allowed to be in motion 10 uh, yards behind the line, uh, the long bombs, I mean, it's one of those amazing things where you have, say, over 45 and it's 3 nothing midway through the second and the game ends 31-28. Uh, there's no sport that has those peaks and valleys like the CFL. I mean, three sometimes the last two minutes of a game, it could be three touchdowns. So uh, that's – and then there's that ridiculous rouge, uh, which yeah, is – right. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, um, if you miss the field goal or if you punt the ball through the end zone or if one of the receiving players can't leave the end zone, the, team, the kicking team gets one point. And there are games that are won or lost that way. And I actually think a gray cup was won. Off of a rouge, but I could be wrong. I mean, I'm getting old, Andy. I'm getting old, bro. That's yeah, just the, the fact. Edmonton lost on a rouge earlier uh, when the when the the poor guy didn't know the rule. He was new to the team. He lost uh, because he knelt in the end zone and didn't realize it. So yeah, there was a there was a game earlier this year where the score was one to one. You're going to struggle yeah. to find that score in an NFL game. <laughs> Guys, what's up with the uh, scrapping in the chat room? Come on. Seriously. Lots of love, man. Lots of love. Andy, what do you got to promote?
We do the promo code every Friday. Uh, it's Andy3. Get your three-day pass for $39. Six plus 6.2 units last weekend. So the, the weekend pass is when we have our most plays. You will have multiple baseball plays today. You'll have Formula One plays. We've got UFC plays that are up. And if I have any daily plays in the Open Championship, we'll have those as well. So all plays for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Use the promo code Andy three. $39, uh, a really good year continues and looking yeah. to extend that over the weekend. Andy, awesome stuff. We're definitely going to have you back on next week. I'm looking forward to it already. Guys, rewrite the margarita song for us. Okay, so one of the people in the chat room, G-Mode, another uh, listener who's there almost every day. I uh, really appreciate it. Lots of love. Prez, you really love those Toronto teams. No, not at all. Uh... I'm a Leaf fan. I bleed blue. Uh, I do like the Blue Jays. Other than that, I could care freaking less. The Raptors, you know, MLS, whatever, TFC, whatever, the Organauts. I don't, I don't care one bit about any of those damn teams. Uh, I literally only cheer for one team in the entire world, and that is the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I have an extremely toxic relationship with them. Ralph Michaels, back! With me, uh, Ralph, are you there? There we are. Uh, Ralph, I don't, we have, we, we, no, we need your mic. We need your mic, Ralph. We need your mic. That was a very stressful time trying to get that chart done when you told Andy to do all three at once, but I did uh, get the info for you. <laughs> okay, so it's time for betting strategy with Teddy and the Prez. Ralph sitting in for Teddy. Dan, put the question up. Is betting the losing team at halftime for the second half a smart bet? So before I I hand this over to Ralph, I'm going to say a couple of things. One, this was a thing uh, a long time ago. Now with in-game betting, halftime, two minutes before half, three minutes, ten minutes. I mean, ultimately now you can bet whenever the hell you want, you know, Five, seven years ago, you'd have to wait until a halftime line comes up. And this was a thing. And especially, uh, you know, big favorites at home going into the half down. That's something that I always look to bet. But now with in-game betting, you can make these bets before halftime. Uh, however, with that said, Ralph has done a chart for us and hopefully will enlighten us on how to deal with this question. Thank you, Deep Fry Tie. Well, first I'm gonna say this. There is no right answer to that game, and I would absolutely not bet any situation that you are not watching the game. Do not bet a score that a big favorite is down by this and you think they're gonna come back. Without watching the game, the flow of the game, who has dominated the game, I wouldn't bet. But let's just throw up some NFL information, which I did. Now, this NFL chart, Prez, probably needs six more layers. Because all I did is a home favorite down at halftime in the NFL since 2019, an away favorite, a home dog, an away dog. Well, we know there's a big difference between being a one-point home favorite and an 11-point home favorite. We also know being down at halftime could be down one point or be down 21 points. So, again, there's so many subsets to need. But the quick thing I pulled in here, if you look at NFL home favorites down at halftime, they come back to win 34.7%. Away favorites come back to win 39.5%.
Home dogs, 13.2. Away dogs, 13.0. So what you think would occur has occurred. The home favorites and away favorites win much more than home dogs or away dogs. But take a look at away favorites, Prez, that were down by seven or less at halftime. If you are an away favorite and you trailed by seven or less at halftime, you have actually come back to win 55.4% of the time. So the one subset I would say is, and that makes total sense to me, you know, if you're a home favorite, you could be a one, a one and a half, a two, a two and a half point favorite. And that likely means you are not the better team because you have your power rating number plus your home field edge. You could be basically even. But if you're an away favorite, you're at least two and a half or three points better than the team you're playing. So you are a far superior team. So to me, the one point would be this. If you're in the flow of the game and teams are playing even and you are an away favorite down by under a touchdown and you're getting a fair price on the money line, again, you have cashed 55.4% of the time since the 2019 NFL season. Ralph, just outstanding stuff. Um, guys out there, please, please ask us these questions. We love answering them. Uh, what you need to do is put them up in the chat, in the uh, comment section of the YouTube video. Uh, after it goes live, I read all the comments. I respond to some. For some reason, I usually respond to the negative ones more. The positive ones I love and appreciate, but they don't really require a response other than a like button. Um, Ralph Michaels, we have no art to Caesar today, and uh, that's on me. I'll take blame. Art's here every single uh, Friday, so you know we're very appreciative of him giving us his time. Um, so yeah, so we can end it, Ralph. Unless you got something else to talk about, I I'm game. We 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 can keep going. You know what, Prez? Let me uh, let me throw up a sample page of the NFL preseason guide real quick. Please. And uh, we will give a two-minute tutorial on what to look for and what to use in, in that guide. So uh, I'm throwing it in right now, guys. And so the NFL guide, number one, we know you have to handicap it completely differently than you do in the, than you do the regular season. It's the only time in sports where a team and a coach want to win and you could bet on them versus a team and a coach that doesn't want to win. Obviously, quarterback rotations are vital. Wager Talk quarterback rotation guide is by far the best. When you're looking at this Atlanta team page, you will see on the top left corner, the 2023 quarterback rotation. You'll see the teams that are highlighted in green. That means those quarterbacks are back. You see career starts this quarterback made for the team, career starts overall, seasons with the team, and how many career games the team has played. You're gonna see a log for the last six years, straight up, ATS over under. You're gonna see the quarterback OC and DC changes, and that's so important. If a team went 4-0 in the preseason and went 4-0 ATS and there's a coaching change, you absolutely throw out every stat and every record they have. So there you see the Atlanta page. Top left, the quarterback rotations. The six-year, year-by-year log guide. The top right is the schedule for this year. Then you'll see the coaches. You see highlighted. 
So Smith is back for his third year. You see Ragone has been back for his third year as the OC. You see Nielsen on top. They got rid of their DC. So maybe you have to look at their defensive uh, presence in the preseason. Perhaps that changes. And most importantly, something I always look at, the bottom left. You see what those quarterbacks did in the preseason the last few years. The Smith as a head coach program is teamed a runner pass in the preseason. You look at Ritter, he's the only one in blue, so he's the only one that has that experience that is back that played last year. Woodside was with the team, but he didn't play in the preseason. All that data, plus we have NFL team stats in the preseason and a bunch of information. It's free, as I said, on my homepage or my son's homepage. Do not bet a preseason game without downloading the guide. Ralph Michaels, wow, man, what a what a thrill for me. We got to do most of the show together, you and I. Thanks for doing all of this. Guys, huge shout out to Ralph and Andy. I uh, love having you guys all in the chat room. I know, D-Money, you were scrapping with somebody. Just be happy. Everybody be happy. Honest to God, if you smile, life is good. There you go, Dan. You should make that my slogan. Ah. Uh, other than that, we're all back next week, Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Can't wait. Have you got have yourselves an incredible weekend of betting. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you on Monday.